And there is the first open beer of the night oh, for Nick. That's a stinky boy. He's giving it a good smell. Stinky pinky. Ooh. Yeah, that's gross. Stinky boy. I just uh, unscrewed mine. <laughs> stinky daddy. Yeah, what do you want tonight? So, um, I'm on Red's Apple Ale. So, if we're rolling with the with the narrative of honestly, me being a a very very like basic beer consumer, I'm fulfilling all of the requirements for that. You're covering it tonight. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's a step up or a step down from your Bud Light line. <laughs> that's the scary thing. Man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to how to place that. Um, Foy, what are you on? Oh, and my, let's go ahead and introduce everybody. Yeah. So. Hello, our beautiful, wonderful viewership. Welcome back as to well 4099. 4099 podcast, episode four. And we have some very, very special guests with some very, very special content here for you guys tonight. So I'm, we're going to start on our left here and work our way over. Um, we'll start with Kyle. We have Kyle back on for episode four. <laughs> you guys probably have heard him in the in the previous episode. Was it the previous episode or it was, was it episode two? It was episode three because he was under the weather. Yeah, that's right. So Kyle's back, and he's oh trust me, you guys are gonna really get Kyle tonight. We could put in all kinds of jokes Full in there. Full throttle, K baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and then uh And then we have uh Foy We have Foy Foy Rider <laughs> Foy Rider <laughs> Um So Why don't we just like You know, clear the clear the air So our listeners kind of like Get a better picture of Who the fuck you know, they're listening to, like, Kyle, I mean, do you mind, like, introducing yourself, kind of getting into, kind of, like, what you do, oh. what you're interested in? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, I own the studio here. Um, I'm a producer. It's pretty dumb. It's a dumb job. <laughs> Work with bands every day. That's about it, you know. That's Songwriter, producer, dumb stuff. It sounds pretty rad to me. Peter Pan. He likes to downplay himself, but he's like the coolest dude on earth. So dude, right well, after, right after Nick, me, and I believe just called me the worst person. He did. Oh, he oh wears, man. He wears many hats. <sighs> the hat he's wearing tonight is he's backwards. Is backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and then Foy, can you kind of like uh, introduce yourself to the uh, the beautiful folks listening in on the podcast here? Yes, I am a line cook and uh, the manager of a tattoo shop, and I live with this big dumb fuck right here. Dumb. Yeah, <laughs> Nick. You I, live with me, though. Who's the dummy? It, you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you told me I'm the smartest dumb person you know, so I think that puts me smart in the first in the first sense. So. Smartest person in the bowling alley. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of inside, uh, inside jokes going around. A lot of incest. A lot of incest going on tonight. That as well. Uh, and that's the topic tonight. Incest. Sex, oh, yes. Oh, is that incest? Not incest. <laughs> no incest, just sex. Just sex. So I mean, incest that we're aware of. And then, yes. 
Alright, so we've covered Dima and his delectable alcohol choice for the yes. evening. Yeah. Uh, Foy, what are you on? Uh, currently, I am drinking a Sour Monkey by Victory. Uh, the first sour I ever liked. It's just generally good. And then when I'm done with that, because I came underprepared with only two beers, I will be drinking Miller High Life. And as any of you know, the champagne of beer. The champagne Mm -hmm. of bird. That's right. The champagne. I know. I'm in for a hell of a night. I got this Wicked Weeds uh, Cherry Key Lime Burst. It's uh, another sour and... It smells terrible. It does. It smells horrible. It smells like Can I get a whiff? Do you mind if I get a whiff? Get up in it. Smells real bad. Yeah, yep, I, I see it, what you guys are talking about. I mean, is it, is it taste as horrible as it smells? It smells exactly like it tastes, and like honestly, like I'm, it's kind of growing on me. Like I don't hate smell. it. I mean, it tastes like key lime pie. Yeah, like it's super tart, and like it's less tart than the sour monkey, though. Uh oh, I'll pass. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of, I'm kind of into it. Definitely more so than the Voodoo Ranger. No offense to those guys. They yeah. make a, a beautiful IPA, but I am just not that demographic. Yeah, I mean, well, we, you know, uh, having discussed the beer choices. What about Kyle? Kyle, what what are what are you drinking tonight? Red Bull. He's drinking Red Cranberry Bull. Cranberry Red Bull. Cranberry Red Bull. And eating trolley sour bite cr- sour bright crawlers very berry. I get a big oh, you want to and sink it? Hell yeah. Here's yours. <laughs> shout out to Rhett and Link. Yeah. Good mythical warning. Them boys kill the same. Oh, oh man. And, you know, we're lucky tonight because we have a camera rolling, so shout out to the YouTube viewership. We finally, um, I don't know if you could call it a launch, but we definitely created our YouTube and uh, SoundCloud accounts, and we will later on be uh, forming our, you know, Spotify and you know Apple is it Apple Music or is it under Apple Podcasts? I don't know how they do it I these think days. It's all it's under a, the Apple has their Apple. own podcast okay. thing. Do they? Yeah, mm. it's a separate app. Mm. So yeah, we will be on there, bringing more gems like the ones you guys just experienced with you know uh, Nick and Kyle dinking their uh, sinking, sinking, dinking and sinking, dinking and sinking, dinking their sinking, <laughs> always sinking. Um, <laughs> so kind of like preparing for this podcast, you know, we were thinking about what the hell we would do. We definitely knew we wanted to have both Kyle and Foy um, on the podcast. I do the beer. The beer is getting. <laughs> Can you hear it? Yeah. yeah. The air bubble. There's an air bubble. Oh, yeah. it sounds like Dolly Parton. <laughs> she, she sounds like she has an air bubble. Oh, whatever. Britney Spears, same thing. So Britney, I'm I'm Britney Spears tonight. Um, so you know, we ended up deciding to not just give you Kyle and not just give you Foy, give you both of them. So you know, again, thank you guys for making it to the show for coming on the podcast. Um, so, like Nick said before, the, the, the topic that we have for you guys is the topic of sex. Sex. And that come, that goes everywhere underneath that, whether it be weird or etc. You know, you could fill in your own, you know, blanks there. Um, but almost everybody does it. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, it's necessary to procreate, you know, what are, so... What are some names other than sex for sex? I know you Coitus. Coitus. Doinking. Doinking. Bumping uglies. Knocking boots. Smashing. Doing the deed. Smashing. Yeah. Punching Scott guts. Doing the deed. <laughs> Doing the deed. <laughs> My granddad's always like, did you get that water buffalo? <laughs> <laughs> no, what did Mac tell you about playing Nintendo? Alright, so I'm playing Nintendo 64 and our buddy Andy um, back in like, I don't know, like 2008. It was Nintendo 64, so it was a while ago. No. Yeah, and so like... Shout out to Nintendo. My granddad calls me. He's like, Bob, what you doing? <laughs> we got him on speakerphone, and he's like, we're playing Nintendo 64. Yeah. <laughs> and then my granddad goes, boy, you're supposed to be playing Girl 69. <laughs> Fucking kill oh, me. Mac. Oh, my God. So uh, that's another shout-out. Shout-out to Mac. Shout-out to Mac. I actually just met Nick's grandfather, what was it, uh, last week. Yeah. And what an experience, let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't want to get into the nitty-gritty, but let's just say we were setting up a TV and the question arose from Mac whether he could be able to... Uh, oh, he wanted to look at naked ladies. Yes. He wanted whether, to know if he could watch porn. Yeah. Essentially, <laughs> yeah. He's like, where do they keep the naked ladies? Oh, Mac. He's what like going gem. on Google and doing girls in bikinis. <laughs> Yeah. What so what an innocent search. Well, you know, you know what we used to do. We our thing was slips. Like I had no idea what a slip was until like in middle school, some kid told me like, mm-hmm. oh, like dude, a boob, like a nip slip, like a oh. nip slip. So oh, what you I did you was were talking about like the slip under a dress. No, no, no. <laughs> that too though. That would be very fascinating. I'm talking about like. You know, you type in any celebrity's name and then add that, like, add slip onto the end of that, and, and you have a whole freaking mm-hmm. the Google powerhouse searching for you, you know. I would like, say after page two, you're in the dark web mm. yeah. at this point in the game. Yeah. The <laughs> at this point, dark web, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, not the dark web. The dark web. I'm from the internet. Yeah, you're not like, hitting those onions. The, the, what is it? The... <laughs> Well, onion is like when you start getting the deep web. If anyone knows about that, you'd know about onions. <laughs> Smelly web. I want to make a Shrek reference so badly. Go ahead. I don't want to, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Shrek down. You smell real bad? No, you got layers. Speaking <laughs> of smelling real bad. <laughs> no, you're good. I just got out of the pool. <laughs> smell like chlorine. Here we go. Um, so kind of like going off the topic here, what do, what do you, what are, what are some crazy experiences that you guys have had, um, in terms of just sex? Like there, I mean, a lot of ideas come to mind, but let's start with crazy. Like, let's start with, and you know what? Let's not even start with crazy. Let's start with weird. Let's start with weird experiences. Like where you know whether you use Tumblr or what is it? Not Tumblr, damn it! Uh, what is the shit that people use? Tinder. 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 There we go. Well, Tinder. That's how. Well, there's so many. How, what are they now? It's like I learned so about. So Hinge, which I just learned about. Yeah, I didn't know about that. I didn't either. So there's Hinge, Bumble, Tinder. Uh, okay, Cupid. Okay, Cupid. 
plenty of fish. And then there's a couple Christian Mangle. Christian Mangle. Farmers. 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 Okay, well, that's a select market. Uh, Run backwards through the cornfields of life. (laughs) Well, and then there's other select markets where there's like Her, which is a lesbian dating site. And then there's Grinder. um, Grinder, More geared towards men. I have an interesting Grinder story, but we'll get to that later. There's a Match. Yeah, Match.com. Which I think they were like pulled up to have like the most or like the highest success rate for like I think that's a fucking lie. Hey, you never know. Is it marriages or something like that? Well, no. Okay, when Match first originated, it was very oh eHarmony. Yes, the E-Harmony. one with the Don Knotts. Yeah, eHarmony yeah. and like Match and those were used to be like very like people in their late twenties, early thirties would go into, and there was some science behind relationships, and it was whatever percentage they said it was effective and now it's just kind of degenerated as more of the more like college age dating apps Mm. have arose oh there's a facebook dating now yeah Yeah, there's a facebook dating app like there's a sector of facebook that is for dating no i've got so many friends on facebook it's not even worth it they can't tell that you're on it yeah, but yeah, but you can still match with the same people that you're friends well, with. Yeah, but, yeah, but it doesn't like broadcast on your Facebook that you're on it. But it's yeah, they, there's that so is a weird many idea. different things. Yeah, now. I got like three thousand yeah. friends. I'd say like seventy five percent of the female and seventy five percent of mixed friends are female on Facebook. On Facebook, allegedly. That's wild. Well, because I was doing shit posts for a while, and I was just I guess that and, attracts. So, alright, so I have a question for Nick. So, because if, alright, so if no one knows, right, Nick has done this thing, what was it, for a year? Yep. So, explain this whole shitpost thing, because I I literally saw a shitpost every single day. This man had no off days. Every single day. I wasn't allowed to. For three hundred, he left his phone at home on the last day, but we'll get to that. Oh man! On the last day, but I got to it because I used your phone. You did, and luckily I remember my login because I don't remember any logins. Because Carly wouldn't do it for you. She's a jerk ass. <laughs> jerk ass. I had to jerk that ass throw in the fucking attic for a week. All right, but the <laughs> I, origin. I feel like it now. The origin of the shit post. So it was Thanksgiving night, and um. I don't do, like, a lot of holiday stuff, um, but me and Kyle here actually went out drinking at, uh, College Hill. Were we at College Hill when that yeah. originated? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we were talking with, uh, a couple of dudes. Talking to Brad. Yeah, and, um, we were talking about, like, satirically, like, commenting about people that shit post and, like, how they blow up and stuff, and... We, we decided to make fun of it, right? Yeah. So, Kyle was like, I bet for a year you won't just shit post. And, like, I bet nothing I ran about. I don't care about things that much. It's not me. Yeah. So, I did my version of shit posts, which uh, <laughs> evolved into me taking, like, what I considered either, like, cool pictures or funny, like, scenarios. Yeah. And just Roman numeraling. Whatever day it was in the yeah. process. Yeah, I would I would like number them like one to three sixty five mm. and three sixty six on a leap year. Not three sixty four. Three sixty four on a no, leap year. Leap year has an extra day. Go ahead, a less nope, day. has an extra day. Three sixty six on. <laughs> no, so leap is... years have an extra day. For anyone that doesn't know, so common knowledge. 
Leave your s- no, calm right. down. <laughs> no, not not that I'm saying that oh. it's bad if you don't, <laughs> but leap years. There is an extra day in February. Alright, alright. So happens every four years. Now we can officially mark this as an educational podcast. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you for it. Thank you for it. Is that what you appreciate? Oh, I think about twenty percent of the time. Twenty percent. Oh, there's Dan. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead. Oh, move the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, look at you, Brown. <laughs> um. All right, yeah. So, weird sex. I've had it. <sighs> all right. Well, I mean, I guess I now that you brought it up, Nick. Yeah. How are we transitioning? We're gonna we're gonna go from Nick because he because you know what I mean he kind of go, went ahead and. and all right. So, I mean, in my experiences as a young man, a sailor, a college student, tour manager. No, that's a lot there too. I've had many a fucking weird night. Um, and I'm trying to think of where to start. Um, There's a lot. There's a lot to dance. Yeah, we've all heard about them, so... <laughs> Let's hear some more. Well, not all of them. That's true, because Foy's in the dark on some shit. And I know about most of them. So, I mean, I've never felt like I was a sexual deviant or like somebody that was like driven to do oddball shit. More so, I've always felt like I was like performing a service almost, like by like going through it with them. Because, like, <laughs> Performing a service. Yeah, like it's not a fucking exorcism. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the shit I'm going through it with them. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I just, I, I definitely, I never saw myself going down this road. Well, I mean, well, I wouldn't call you a sexual deviant. But if you just heard the stories, oh, Nick did this. Yeah, come on now. And they did that. There's Theater Parking Lot. Oh, wow. Oh, Theater man. Parking well, lot. all right. Before Which has I... now developed into a serial thing, like like a, a habitual thing that he, <laughs> that he tries to accomplish. Okay, all right. So uh, where should I start story time? So weird. We're looking at weird right now. Just something that's just, you, you, you go in there. And I know for every person, weird is like a certain threshold. So for you, going into a scenario, what what... The first thing that pops into your head when you hear just weird. Okay. Like, the weirdest thing I ever had was I uh, came home um, to visit uh, on a weekend uh, that I had no duty or anything while I was in the Navy. Mm. So I drove to Greensboro from Norfolk, and I had been talking to this girl on, it might have been Tinder. And, um, or the other hundred apps that we Well, had. at the time, it was just Tinder. Right. Mm. So I'm talking to this chick, and, like, we had a lot of, like, common ground. Like, our, our folks are from the same area on the East Coast and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, she was really cool. But when it came down to, like, sex time in the bedroom, it was, like, oddly orchestrated. Like, she had, like, a timer and, like... I'm piecing together who it is and I think I figured it out so like she like was this the chapters girl 
I've heard this story, but I I'm, go ahead. Right. Sally Forth. <laughs> so like we're all we're all hanging out. She's cool with the crew, but we go back to her place for sex, and yeah. So it was like whatever we were doing, we weren't doing it for more than about three to four minutes. A timer was you fucking baking a chicken. Like, like, all right, was <laughs> it like a phone timer or was it like a ding timer? It was like her phone. Okay. She would watch the fucking phone. No while, way. While we're like boinking. <laughs> if you fuck me more than three minutes, I will explode. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking. It was weird because like so like. All right, four minutes on foreplay, like. So like she gave me like two minutes on the blowski, mm-hmm. and she's like going down on me all. Rigor Moran, like... Oh, 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 oh. Was it good? Oh, wait, hold on. I would like to interrupt this podcast. There's a, there's a word. To throw in this word. Nick always has a word. Every podcast. There might be more than one. Today's yeah. podcast it, uh, Today's podcast word is... Rigor Moran. Rigor Moran. Can you explain that for the folks that don't know? It's uh, the strokes. It's like the, the works. Mm. Um, <laughs> the Rigor Moran. The strokes in the works. So she's not just blowing you. Yeah, no, she's like she's putting in a lot of effort, but it's like a very timely amount of work. Like, mm. Yeah, so like, to be prepping for like a triathlon or something. Uh, <laughs> so for like two minutes, she's going down on me, and then she just comes up, looks me in the eye, and says, "All right, now it's your turn." She rolls over on her back, and she takes me down, like takes me down to like. Is there like interval, uh, like one minute intervals and stuff like that? Yeah, or? it's like there's you a guys like rest for a minute. Yeah, it's like interval training, like, like wow. when you're like in like high school. So you're working out. You're like, this is the fucking lamest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's so wild. But was she good? I would rather get piped in the mouth by my dad. Whoa. Okay. Well, okay. We'll, we'll come back to that. They do interval training. So. We'll come back to that. Yeah. So it went like this. So like she went down on me, then I went down on her. Then time was up. We did missionary. Then we flipped. She got on top. And then she got tired with that for after three minutes. And then she was like, all right, now you hit me from behind. So I hit it from behind. So literally, this is broken down Orchard. to... Yes. Like I, I was a horology a, kind of thing where we're studying time. I was like, a puppet. Wow. I was an actor in a show. And you were just... Video game. So, I mean, what were you What were you feeling? How were you... Like, were you just rolling with the punches? Like, what, what's going on in through I, your head? I was. And this is actually one of those instances where I did, like, the fake gasm. Mmm. Fake gasm. For but the folks I, that don't know, and for the folks that know, I'm sure there's a huge portion of our listeners that do know... But for the folks that don't know, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, everyone's gone through it. I mean, you have that one rough, you know, one that the rough potato, potato head, or whoever it is, and just a woman that just doesn't seem like the woman that doesn't seem like the one, and you're just like having a rough time, and you're just like, all right, let me just go ahead and fake orgasm to get this over with. So, yeah. So yeah, no, I um. I was banging from my eye and we were going a little doggy style with it. And I just did the oh, oh, oh. And like. He faked that he was chomping. Yeah. I gave <laughs> him a fake chomp. Chomping. He wasn't graveling. No gravels. Mm. We tossed some gravel tonight, dude. No gravel. <laughs> and um, after that, like, I kind of had to just like explain that, like, this isn't going to work for me because mm. I'm, I'm kind of a, a rambunctious animal. <laughs> and I like to live life very. I think that's most. I don't know anybody who wants to 
All right, we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this. Like, don't get me wrong, start off with touches of foreplay, but then it's just kind of how the mood sets you, but how was the foreplay? I don't even consider that foreplay when it's like that. Here's the thing, Mm -hmm. foreplay is like a thing that kind of happens throughout. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you go back to it. Yeah. Did you go, did you revisit it? Was she like, okay, three minutes, back to the head stuff? No. Oh, that's... No, it was like a poorly, poorly orchestrated or poorly written book. Like it was, it was. She was going by some book. I'm sure she found that somewhere on Amazon. I mean, like, geez, Louise timed every single thing, huh? That's yeah. gross. That was the weirdest for me, though, as far as like just general weird. She's mm. being caught off guard and just like, oh. Well, I mean, more power to you that you let that just go ahead and roll. Because you know, well, I don't you are a gentleman. I don't want to ruin yeah. the night. Like, I want to have still have a good time. If we're gonna set the record straight on anything, Nick is a gentleman. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, that's really hard. I I endorse that notion I'm, as well. I'm a grandma's son. You know what I mean? <laughs> you are. This is probably a weird time to say that. But I mean, insist. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. No! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Kyle talking Love about rather getting fucking piped in the mouth by his dad. Like, oh, yeah, man, you, that's a you whole threw bunch that of... out there first. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I was just, that's how extreme it is that I don't want to do what Nick was talking about doing. Round <laughs> two. Timing. And that, folks, is Nick opening the, what is that, second, third? Number two. Oh, Number two. Oh, oh, oh. What about you, fool? You got any weird sex? Oh, of course she does. Look. Oh, you're... Shut <laughs> fuck up, Kyle. <laughs> All right, weirdest as far as, like, just being like, uh? Just like, that sounds repulsed. That doesn't sound weird. Weird would be, like, where you go, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, that's my, uh, what the fuck? Um, Boy oh. cracking her over. Miller High Life, champagne of yours. Um, probably, fuck, I don't know. Mm. From the amount of time you're thinking about it, there's been a couple. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a couple. Um, and most of like, my weird interactions haven't been like full-on sex. It's been like weird kind of like, I'm going to go down on you, but like that's really just because you're here, and I feel like you kind of have to. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Uh, how do you feel like you have to? I don't know. It's just like the, like it, like things are going like you're you're don't making out with money. Huh? Yeah, some motherfucker still owes me money and not for sex. <laughs> I've uh, I've never accepted money for sex, but never. I would. But I would. I would. I would. But I haven't. And yeah. this is also before I... We are pro-sex work. Let him be. We are 100% pro-sex work. Girls and guys, get your fucking money. I'm, I'm a working boy. And on that Amen. note, you need to get your damn money. Yeah, but it wasn't for sex. But yeah, I need my fucking money. It's been like fucking six years. Uh, it's been... So, <laughs> if you're... If whoever the hell you're talking about Can is listening to the podcast... Here? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> you, Motherfucker knows he owes me money. Yep. Give for her money... <laughs> That's it. And he got his sucked off. He did. Oh man. And alright, there was That's this sick. All right, so there was this guy <laughs> when I was in college that I met at a hookah bar that I was kinda sort of working at. The same hookah bar. What were yeah. you working? No, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I was working there on and off. Like I was 
unofficially working there. It's also where I met Nick and Kyle. Um, but I met this other dude there and he was kind of like a leech. He lived with me for a while because I was a fucking sucker and I let him stay with me because he had a job in Greensboro and he lived in Cartersville and I gave him money to get his car fixed. And because of our living situation, I lived with one of my best friends from high school Mm. and like I had a crush on him. He had a crush on me, whatever. It was like kind of a thing. And we were in the bed one night because like sometimes he would sleep on the couch sometimes because we were like really good friends. Mm. He would sleep in the bed with me. And there was one night we were both, I don't know if we were drunk or not. You have to be good friends for what unfolded. Shut the fuck up, Kyle. (laughs) Um, Playing around with who's in my mouth in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) My fingers in the mouth, kitty. My So we were watching a movie, whatever, in my, my, it was an apartment on campus, and things got hot and heavy, whatever, and I went down, and he had made a joke a couple of weeks before that about killing kids, like, talk, like, not killing actual no, children, but, like, <laughs> ejaculating and killing kids, uh, and yeah. I made the joke while it was going down. We gotta clarify <laughs> that. Yeah, not actually killing children, <laughs> but... It's going down on someone. Like, we had made the joke a couple of weeks before. And I made that joke, because I'm awkward as hell, while I was going down on him. Mm. And that kind of killed it. Also, it was not very... That killed it? How did that kill it? It killed it for him. He was like, all right, no, I'm done. No pun intended. You made a joke about that. All right, so I made the joke, and basically it was asking him whether... (laughs) He wanted, like, if he wanted to come in my mouth or not. Usually that's the question he should be asking. <laughs> yeah, that's what well, I am. Yeah, right. want me so, to or not. I well, always ask. I'm like, where do you want it? Because, like, he's coming. Well, and, like, and, and, like, I could tell that he was, like, about there and he didn't say anything. So I asked for him. And then he was like, all right, no, we're done. I'm like, yo, girl, I'm about to throw this. And that motherfucker Yeah, you mind. got all the dozers from Fraggle Rock bringing <laughs> wheelbarrow loads of gravel to the... <laughs> There's a trash pit. That's the Fraggle Rock. I love that show. Oh, hot jumping. <laughs> the lead Fraggle. Hot jumping. Hot jumping. I mean, I have a lot of, like, awkward encounters that, like, start as awkward encounters and then end in good encounters just because I'm awkward at initiating sex in the first place. Mm. <laughs> Especially sober. Well, I mean, do you think that... Do you think that you've pretty much been desensitized in terms of like weird quote unquote because that you've had so many awkward encounters <laughs> I mean I feel like initiating sex to me is always weird but like once you get into it like I'm not a very vocal person I'm very submissive yeah unless I'm told to be dominant and even then it's still kind of uncomfortable mm. that was a short question so you're like a Nintendo Switch but yeah I mean like I don't like I, if you want to bring up topics with me I'm 100% not going to judge you because I have been in a lot of weird mm. maybe ab, like like Nick said like uh, sexual deviant situations that I feel like the people that know me and the people that I have had sex with they know me to a certain extent that that's not something they feel like they can't bring up mm. But I'm also not the person that's necessarily going to bring it up. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, totally. I mean, I'm 
I'm sure nowadays with all of this kind of like these dating apps and stuff like that, people are put into that weird situation in the first place, which we'll kind of uh, discuss when Kyle shares his uh, weird sexual encounters. Um, and Kyle, don't don't do it, man. I'm sure you've been in at least a several weird kind of like scenarios where you're just like, all right, well, I mean, you know. Because, you know, us as guys, we're kind of like, all right, I mean, we're just going to make have to make it work, right? Like, whenever Nick is talking about, <laughs> we're gonna you, know, make it have to work. you know, the timing thing, like, we're just like, all right, we're going to have to make it work. But, like, there is weird, right? Like, yeah. you have experienced something that's weird. weird. There's always weird. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's like getting the strange. Yeah. That's why it's a term. It's always... Well, that just means new. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's true. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, like, do you have like a weird? I don't have a ton of weird because I'm not. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you don't put yourself out there for that. No, I don't. Because of my profession, I'm a little less. Uh, yeah, because you, you sit around and you watch all these like band guys. Like, I hear so many weird experiences yeah. that I'm just like, you know what? I'm not even gonna get into that. I mean, I've had some weird ones. I mean, I walked out on one. Okay, she, so... She boxed me. And, and the thing about it is, it wasn't necessarily her fault. Mm. But Nick knows I'm extremely weird about people touching me. I'm, like, real weirded out. If you touch yeah, me yeah. and I don't know you're going to touch me, right. you might get a really bad reaction out <laughs> of me. And anyways, we were, like, in the moment she boxed me she slapped me, which, whatever, if that's what you're into. But she didn't smack me. She boxed me in my ears. Ooh. And no. everybody knows that they are my, uh, they are my. They're your money makers. They're my pride and joy. So That's your money maker right there. When she boxed me, it was like a, it was like a, uh, like one of those grenades went off, you know? Yeah. It was just, so for the folks that don't know what box, like. Boxing's music. Yeah, so just like it's someone that takes their hands and just smacks the hell out of you. But she didn't do it both hands. She did this, but instead of hitting me across the face, which I still would have been like, I'm not really into that. She, <laughs> I would have, I would have, I would, I would have took it, you know. But instead, she hit me right in my ear, and uh, it just started ringing mm. like really badly. And uh, yeah, that was the end of that. She, yeah. was, she was out of my apartment pretty mm. quick. Mm. Nick, wasn't there a girl that asked you to punch her in the face? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm not letting your big ass punch me in the face. So Someone asked Nick, 6'5". <laughs> big, I'm, I wasn't going to put your weight out there, but bear paw having hand Look ass motherfucker. Look at those paws. Those those, show, show the for, camera. For those people right. that are watching the camera, uh, Nick got big ass hands. <laughs> and this bitch asked him to so here's what we, uh, all right, that wasn't just a one-off scenario or whatever. You've had more than one ask you to punch her. Yeah, I had, I had that kind of recently too. I don't like that. But I don't want her. To so that's like I know getting into that. We can get into that. So I had this this chick that I had uh, <laughs> invited up north with me while I was uh, in uh, in sub school in in Connecticut, and. Um, we got in this really nice hotel and like we had like planned it out to like have like a dirty dog sack kind of like weekend. Yeah, it sounds like it's you want you a decker. And 
So this is a kind of a twofer. Alright, this was like two brand new scenarios to me. The first one being like we're like getting hot and heavy, making out, like going down on each other and like we're in like a, a, a sort of pseudo like missionary position. I got her like legs like around me and like kind of like doing this weird pile driver move with my dick mm. and you're going as opposed this to way. doing it with out my dick <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out my dick out my dick out my dick <laughs> um yeah so like yeah so I'm on top of her and then she like like she's trying to play out this like rape fantasy Oh. And she tells me uh, that she wants me to like fight her, and I'm like, "What do you mean? Like fight scrap? Mm-hmm. Like yeah." She's like, "But like with the K and scrap." She's like, "Scrap." scrap. But no, she says, "Fight me," and I was like, "Like instantly took me Mortal Kombat," <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm like, I don't think you want that." <laughs> and you do she, not want me to rip your no. head and your skull. For out anyone of your that mind. doesn't know, Nick is very very good at Mortal Kombat. Hell yeah. And for anyone that doesn't know, in in Mortal Kombat, when Fatality. it's a fighting game, whenever you, you you fight your opponent and you it's end up the winning to the death. There's an there's a a final scenario where it says finish him and then what you end up doing is up to you, but usually But it's not with the penis. Right, yeah. But in this scenario it might have been. But well. so I don't understand the question, so to speak, or like the, the, the command that she's giving. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what do you mean? And then she just open palm slaps the shit out of me, like that Hasidic Jew at the wedding. <laughs> and um, we'll get to that. Oh later. man, that's a great story. But yeah, so this, I don't know. She was like five foot eight, had like some like triple D knockers, mm. this fat booty, cute face. And so I, she's a, she's a dime. Right. Yeah. She's a shadine dog, mm. Mm. and like. I'm mad digging it down until she says the fighter, and I'm like, what do you mean? She smacks me, and she's like, fight me back. And I'm like, ah, I can't. Right. And <laughs> Did that kill it? It kind of killed it until my... I tell you, doctor, you fucking hit her, didn't you? I didn't. I did not. Damn. But I had my... You could have gotten good. <laughs> I had my hand around her throat, and I just start fucking like... Really just raw dog dicking this bitch down. Raw dogging it. Yeah. Oh, man. And then she said, wait, wait, wait. You got to stop. You got to stop. And it's like, a, like a, we look down. It's just a fucking murder scene between our fucking legs because I had ripped her vagina. Oh, wait. My how God. have I never heard about this one? You haven't heard about this one? I have. have. You've heard both of these sides. Who this so is? I can't tell you that right now. <laughs> is it somebody I know? Was it someone? I the ones that you split like firewood were people yeah. I knew. Yeah, she's the one that told me to fight her. But let me get to the story. <sighs> You'll know who it is when he gets more into it. Okay. So, yeah, so she told me I had to stop, and we looked down, and it's just nothing but blood. Mm. And I had ripped, like, her oh my vagina. God. Like, oh, my God. Like, it wasn't, like, deep in the... In, in the <laughs> oh, my God. In the puss, but, like, it was, like, basically, like... That piece of skin between like her vagina and her beehole. Yeah. Her gooch. Lady gooch. Yeah. Lady gooch. And like it had ripped inward towards the vagina. Oh my goodness. And yeah. uh That'll do it. 
it was wild because like she was like give me some Neosporin and you're going to have to finish me off in the Wait, ass. she's 5'8"? What? Yeah, I she, thought she was shorter. Hold on, not only... no. So Wait, hold on. In order... It's coming to me now. Alright, anatomy. Vagina. Like, is it... Alright. Upper was region. It upper region. Oh, so the, the, the tear? Yeah. No, it's lower region. Okay. Going towards the He's almost made two holes. Walk. So we're going to start at, yeah. at north. Right. You got the clit. Yeah. The vagina hole. No. That is not the next hole. What do you call it? The ureter. Yeah. The, you've yeah. got the clit. You've got the woman's pee hole, urethra, and then the vagina. Well, the, the clit's hanging out up here. With well, the reason Nick yeah. doesn't well, acknowledge that is because it doesn't mean anything. To right. Uh, it's not. <laughs> but if we're talking anatomy, it's there. Okay. So, clit, pee hole. Vagina. Vagina. Mm-hmm. Well, it was almost a vagina. <laughs> and then butthole. Uh-huh. You guys are, like, describing Orion's belt. <laughs> We're astronomers, man. All right, so it was uh, the, the flush between her vagina and her butthole. Yeah, and so it, okay. ri- it ripped, and it ripped inward towards the vagina. Yeah, that's not the, good. the uterus. Mm-hmm. It worked its way that way. So And so I went, and, and I, I snagged her some Neosporin, and... I don't feel like that goes on the vagina. No. Yo, she was a fucking trooper about it, and... Yeah. Was this the you, one that was in the oil went, car? Yeah. Was this yes. the one? The yeah. oil car? Okay. Fuck that yeah. girl in her ass. <laughs> I did. It was the craziest thing, too. Cause we, in a rental car. Well, that, that happened... The next day. Wait, you fucking oh, okay, the that's same person. person. All right, there's more. Okay. There's more. Uh, I didn't know about that. Let's focus on that one scenario because so, yeah, we're getting a little off with it, but we we transitioned from the bedroom to the to the shower or the or the bathroom, right? And we're looking in the mirror, and it's the hottest thing ever. I'm in the back door. She's looking. Is she still bleeding at this point? Yeah, and so like I'm like working it from the back, <laughs> and like my balls are slapping against her like oh, bloody no. vagina. Oh man, and there's this. Blood shattered all over yeah. the fucking floor. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Uh, it was a wild time. She's definitely one of the toughest chicks I've ever. But known. but just to clarify, she was the one that asked you to continue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I'm I'm never gonna like actively just be like, yo, I'm fucking you in the ass. Oh, I just had to clarify for the view for the <laughs> viewers and listeners. You know, it's this is all consensual, of course, and yes. uh, you know. Correct. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. That happened. Well, um, let me tell you, I, I don't think uh, anyone can beat that. Well, he can beat it. Yeah. That was early. That was like 21-year-old Nick. That was 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Just look at that. Mm. Time, time does go by. Time does wild things to us. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of time... Uh, I kind of wanted to, and we kind of wanted to touch on this. How do you, how do you guys feel? Because we, we, we talked about all of these apps being readily available to us all the time. There's, you know, dozens of them. But when it first started, there was only a couple. Am I right about that? There's only yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, like there's a two or th- Well, if you don't count, like, eHarmony and Match.com. Which was like the OG. Yeah, those were the original dating apps. But they were more, like, on the computer versus... The, the age of the smartphone mm. where you have like Tinder right. and then very shortly after that Grindr mm. okay, so, that was really it for a while so those two so like 
do you do you do you guys think that because over time there's been more and more apps that cater to that kind of match quote let's use the word quote unquote matchmaking um, the I guess the quantity of people the quote unquote relationship that it was originally that these apps were originally used for has been diluted that people are starting to abuse the platform in order to just fuck fuck I don't think so because now you have to pay for so much stuff and well, I think a lot of people just aren't willing to pay so I think Grindr was originally for a lot of like down low kind of stuff because I think Grinder originally was for men on the DL. Mm. Tinder, I think, started sort of as a connecting people and then it's uh, evolved and a lot of the other uh, dating apps have evolved accordingly to there are certain preferences that you can pick as I'm looking for a relationship, I'm looking to hook up, I'm looking to, you know, find whatever that I think it originated as just connecting people and then it turned into people just looking to fuck. Right. So, the quantity of people that initially just wanted possibly to use the app in order to, I don't know, maybe attain a relationship or something like that, a little bit more, like, like longevity involved, Mm -hmm. a lot more kids wanted to just use the app to to fuck. Yeah. Especially in the college scene and in, in highly... Like, in where we are, there's such a... There's so many different colleges that it's... That's mainly what I feel like it's used for. So I guess my my next question would be, do you guys think that is necessarily a bad thing or a good thing? And we can even even dive into the culture in in terms of, like, where we stand. Whether it be relationship culture or, or just culture in general. Like, the way people view marriages or... You know, I, like I don't. I can see it as a duality. It's good and bad because yeah. people need those exposures. They need those like developmental like events. I don't think that it's a bad thing if that's what because the way that it's evolved now, that it makes it very forward. That hey, this is what you're looking for, and that's something that we've talked about in both of our interactions with people that we meet on those apps is. I made it very straightforward or whoever makes it very straightforward that this is what we're looking for. So I think that it's a good thing in that sense as long as people understand that that's what it is. Mm. Mm -hmm. But people use it as kind of a lack of having to go out and actually meet people, which, I mean, if you meet people through that, I'm not shaming that at all. I think it is a good way to meet people. Some good friends of mine I've met on dating apps. But... I think there is a problem to a point where people are expecting more out of what they were told to expect from the beginning. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, (laughs) on the one hand, you, through these apps, um, can even associate these apps with something like Facebook or Twitter, apps that are meant to connect people from different, whether it be different regions of the world or even different regions, the different regions of the city, right? Um... But on the other hand, you know, we as people like to abuse what we get, right? And you know the saying, you know, you, you give an inch, you, you, take, yeah, you a take a mile, mile right? Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, it is interesting. That is something to, to keep in mind. 
um, for I feel like everyone that is does use those apps is you know if we have anything to to share with you guys about this episode is definitely to care about others care about others because definitely let your intentions be known and yeah. listen to the people that tell you their intentions and don't expect more from them mm. unless you have a further conversation with them which right. is a constant problem with people that meet meet on dating apps yeah people don't communicate no yeah so transparency. Yes. Yes. Um, 100%. If you feel something's weird, ask. Right. So let's... Okay, so how about we dive into our next kind of deep dive um, that I want to hear from everyone. Um, And I'll kind of include myself in the mix. Uh, Round three. Oh, Nick. Nick. Yep. Nick just crapped his third one open. Crapped his third one open. Yep, he's about to crap it. (laughs) Crapped number three. Um, (laughs) What do you guys think that... uh, well, you know what, Nick? Have, I mean, do you have any? Do you have any specific things that you want to kind of like dive into in terms of like just you know discussing whether it be you know these dating apps in general or uh, any questions? Four do you put one of those in before you hop on top? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't pop a dip in. So no, Carolyn. <laughs> I'm going to stay on the bowl more than eight seconds tonight once I put this scroll in. All right. I am a woman that uses chewing tobacco. Oh. And Kyle. Oh. What? We were probably. Making a comment about it. That's whatever. <laughs> no, I do not. Uh, so the question being, like, do I have anything to say about dating apps? Well, I mean, you know, just carry the conversation, you know? Like, is, is there... Because the, the, the thing that I was trying to get it to was, what do you guys think is necessary in order to how, to, how to conduct yourself when you're in these apps, right? Because like, I feel like you meet more people in person. Oh, yeah. No, than, that seems like for the people right, that yeah. you've met on these, on these dating apps than any of us have. Right. Yeah, so like, I don't... I've met two. I don't, and it did not work out well. I don't go into this making connection without the intent of actually meeting them in person and seeing what, like, the natural organic vibe is. Like, see how the two of us mesh in, in reality. Because I can, you know, speak elegance all day long. We can talk about this and that and the other, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, like... The app was designed to bring people together. Yeah. And and that, for better or for worse, is what you make of it. So I like to make the best of it and, like... Have that be your main intention. intention. Right. Like, but I'm not worried about, like, the app, per se. I want to know each and every the person that's on it, even if they fucking suck. Like, I want to know that you suck. And, I mean... <laughs> See, I do not. Nick is happy to have those bad experiences. I think that I have... Because they help you in the future. Mm. Well, I think... All right, take it back. It wasn't two. I think I've met maybe three or four people in person that I have met on the app. And I think two of them I'm still in contact with. Maybe one that I'm in, like, regular, like, face-to-face contact with. Because most of the people that I match with, they're, like, for me, personally... If you can't carry the conversation for more than five minutes, I don't want to meet you in person. Right. Because, like, I'm not a big texter. Well, I mean... But... Okay, so... All right. So, let's kind of a little bit dive into this. I mean, because, you know, texting culture is much different than regular conversation, right? Like It is. 
five minutes for for a text can be like a five second interval for mm-hmm. you know real life or whatever you want to. And it's not the frequency; it's like what you're saying. Okay, so it's just pure in terms of chemistry, how you respond, how you yeah. carry the conversation. But some people frequency. do expect yeah. frequency, and that's a problem. Yeah. That is a problem. I yeah, that is that is another thing that you need to address in a relationship, especially as an adult. Is I have to fucking work. I can't text you all day long. Thank right. you. Like, once I know who you are and I have a withstanding, like, personal relationship with you, the only thing I want to text you about is spend, when are we going to... Spend time. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. if I'm going to text you about, hey, when are we going to go do this and, like, making plans. That's right. really the only thing I want to text you about right. if I can see you in person. But, you know, maybe, you know, younger audiences, because um, I do have, you know... Now, I have a younger brother, so, you know, he kind of gives me insight into what all is going on in, in the yeah. younger, you know, uh, generation. They're, they're texting, which is another interesting thought, is their texting culture is much different than ours, right? Like, you know, the older you get, the more you realize, hey, you know, I got a job, I got this thing to do, I got that thing to do. I want to text in order to make plans, right? right. I want to text in order to, okay, I have free space here we can hang out here it's more for the physical interaction as opposed to the virtual interaction for right and if i right. can't see you in person like if i'm seeing somebody and they're out of town or like going out of town i don't want to really text you about it i'm mm. gonna be like hey when are you free when can we talk on the phone and i'm i mean I yeah don't... but but you're old school in that respect I love talking on the phone. I, yeah, I know you do. I know, I can hear you through the wall. And I hate it. <laughs> love talking on the phone. Like, if you're someone that I'm seeing, like, I was seeing someone a couple of months ago, and they were in New York for about three weeks, and we, before they left, and when they got back, like, we still, we didn't text very much, but while they were gone... Every night, I would be like, hey, I'm off work. When are you going to be done? And we would talk on the phone. We call that chasing the carrot. That is chasing the carrot. Chasing the carrot, folks. It's something you can't have, so you want it even more. And then when you can have it, you don't really want it that much. Yeah. Well, I mean, when when they were here, I'd be like, hey, it's carrots been a couple of days. When can we hang out and talk? Like, we talk over dinner, try that. whatever. Right, so again, it's that communication in order to find a time to yeah. connect closer to that person. Right. Whereas I feel like the younger, you know, the younger uh, people, I can't say kids anymore because I feel like that sounds degrading, or that's what some people tell me. No, we're kids. Uh, you know, the younger, you know, the younger peeps. I mean, they they use texting in order to talk. Yeah. They literally have full on conversations. Like day long, day long about the thoughts that they have, the things that they've experienced, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's like that movie Surrogates, like we talked about last time. Mm-hmm. It's like the the phone and computer are living their lives rather than them. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that is um, that is interesting. I I, I want to kind of get your guys' opinions on that in terms of. How, you know, and when I say technology, I'm mostly referring to the apps that we use within the smartphones in order to communicate. How technology is starting to 
be more of the dominant feature in relationships? Like, how do you guys feel about that? How do you guys feel about... Because, you know, where it used to be is you would meet one person in your city, right? And that one person that you have good communications with, that was going to be your soulmate. You weren't you looking like, at a hundred different options, right? You would basically... You, would, you weren't window shopping. Yeah, yeah, you would create a relationship with someone that frequented a, an area or a place that you frequented. Mm. And you would share that commonality and branch from that. And you also scared, right. you also shared schedule. Yeah. Which yeah. I feel like is not applicable as much now. No, 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 no. Not with like 24-hour service like oriented like life and like you don't need to go out for anything. You can Amazon this and that. You can Uber Eats everything. Like yep. you don't necessarily have to meet anyone if you don't want to. Well, have you seen like GoPuff? Fuck us up. It's a new one where like uh, <clears throat> I mean I guess they're advertising it strictly for like Snacks. So like if you want a when snack, someone goes to the convenience they go store and for get you whatever snack. But here's really? the deal: once you get into the app, it's everything. Wow! Like they go get you anything that you need. You so know? it's even more than Uber Eats or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like you know, if you like, need uh, a, it's like a personal shopper. Yeah, if you need a fucking doghouse, they're gonna pick you up a doghouse. Do, do you have to like add a tip or something? Like how do they make their money? So it's yeah, basically I haven't a used it. Shopper. I haven't used it. Yet. I just got it. But yeah, yeah. yeah I'm over here picking my nose on camera. <laughs> Eat it. Well, then it came out. <laughs> I just, I'm like a nervous picker. Anyway. I get, like, curious, like, I'm not breathing right. Oh, yeah, my fingers are my nose. My nasal passage is blocked. That was blocked. Yeah, I um, fucking sausage mitts. Sausage mitts. <laughs> but, yeah. Online dating is fucking wild. It's weird. I, I don't really like it. I don't really like it. Don't guys. really like it. I will say, online dating led me to some of the wildest sex things I've ever had, though. Like, ever. yeah, let's talk about that again. Okay, so yeah, let, let's like really talk about. So, have we're, you ever done anything in a grocery store parking lot? So, Harris right. Teeter, <laughs> don't shout out Harris Teeter. No, we can get an endorsement. I can get free sushi. <laughs> <laughs> I do like sushi. I already shouted out earlier, so I don't feel bad about it. But, yeah, no, so it's led to me, like, I learned about, like, blood cups. What is that thing called? It's called a diva cup. I learned about diva cups. Blood cups. A diva cup. I learned about hey, diva hey, cups. Hey, hey. They, they have other names. <laughs> At the time, it was mainly just the diva cup that existed, but other companies have made similar things of the same purpose and those since are then. scary as sin. To so you, what is it? To exactly? a woman, it's your best friend. So what is a deep what is it? So alright, so as the woman, I will explain what a diva cup is. So Thank you. When you are having your time of the month, previously your only options were really pads or tampons. Correct. But now sticks or pillow sticks. Right. <laughs> and they are uncomfortable and obviously as some people may not know, not horrible actually. for your nether region. So nether region? Yes, for your vagina. See, vagina doesn't sound so disgusting. Nether region sounds like okay. no, you don't want to go there. <laughs> so pads and tampons are not great for your vagina's health. And there was this thing, I can't remember the company that made it. There are also other companies, like I said, that have made a version of it since then. 
but it is called a diva cup or just basically like a cup. And it is something that you fold. It's made mostly of silicone that you fold and put in your vagina and it holds your bleeding during your period and you empty it, you clean it and you put it back in. It's not like with pads and tampons to where you're putting cotton and fragrances that apparently they put in pads and tampons that fuck up your pH and make you have all sorts of other issues. They're generally better for your vagina's health. This shit's educational. This because yeah, wow. like, like tampons fuck with your pH, make you have yeast infections, yeah, same thing with pads, pads. and they're more comfortable because they're silicone, they're bendable, and they hold more than pads and tampons do. And they're also cheaper because you buy one. Like, if you get the one that I have, it's the, the Diva Cup. It's like 30 bucks. Do you Diva Cup? Yes. I've talked to you about this. Oh, my God. Man. Boy, is a blood cupper. Yes. Because I'm more concerned with my vagina's health than... Go ahead, Nick. What is that face for? <laughs> <laughs> of the industry that I work in, I can autoclave it. What does that even mean? Oh, no! (laughs) No! No, not at the same time with all the other stuff. No! I don't do that. But it's sanitary. If your boss knew what you were doing... He does know. I asked him. No! (laughs) No! You asked if you could put the demon cup in his autoclave? Yes! Don't put my name into it. Okay, yeah. Versus people like... Put in the autoclave is people's blood, my blood, same thing. But I did ask him beforehand. But so it's it's you buy it is thirty bucks most of the time. They do make cheaper options, and you either you want me to boil it because the other option is boiling it in the thing that we make spaghetti in. You Would you rather that, me do that? You bring that in the kitchen. I'm going to I, you. That's why I put it in the autoclave instead. <laughs> but alright it's supposed to last you for a year uh, so it's 30 bucks for a year versus $12 for a box of tampons that's going to last you maybe one period so it's one more cost efficient two better for your fucking body mm. point well, blank period there you have it diva cups yeah, not one better diva better cups and they make different sizes I would hope so yeah, so, they make different sizes, and they're way more comfortable, to the point where sometimes you don't know they're there. Not happening to me. Sorry, that happened to Nick. Mother. Let's segue to that. Here, here we go. <laughs> All right, so it's... Uh, I'm going to take a piss. So it's 2016, and we were getting ready to head out on a tour uh, for, for Kyle's band at the time. and No, y'all had already head out. This is while y'all were... Here for Buckcherry, right? No, this was no? this is before that. Oh. Right before we left. And I'd been talking to this girl for I don't know, two, three weeks, and I was like, heads up, I'm about to head out of town and I'm not gonna be back for, you know, several weeks. And she was like, I wanna give you something and I was like, I mean I'm not really big in like <laughs> gifting but back of nickels. But I, I absolutely appreciate it, and yeah, definitely, like, you know, if you just really want to, like, give me a thing or something, that's cool. And we get back to her place, and she, like, takes a big old, like, rip off of her, uh, 
what are those things called? The pipes with the uh, bong. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> a smoking device. Uh, yeah, so she takes a big old rip off the bong. What are those things called? And then she's like, go to the bedroom. And I go to the bedroom, and I'm like, I, I hop on her bed, and I'm just like, really like this bed? Because she had these like, really, it was very comfortable. And he's like, she let me stay at her house while she was out of town. Who the hell was this? It doesn't matter. Okay. She let me stay at her house while she was out of town when I wasn't living anywhere in between. She has like really fuzzy yeah. blankets and nice, so I'm laying on the bed, and then she just walks in and she's fucking naked, dog. I mean, like, doesn't know what clothes are at this moment. And, yeah, so, like, we started getting hot and heavy again. And so, like, you know, we are like, kissing and making out, and... I was going to send my hand down to kind of check out with the, the downstairs situation and see if she was ready for, like, what was going down. And, like, this was what she was going to give me. This was the thing. This was the gift. Her sex. And, like, I don't feel like that's a great gift, <laughs> per se. But knowing the person that it was, that's how she would freeze it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it meant a lot to her, I think. And, like, that meant a lot to me. And, um, so, I... I'm inside it with my hand and I get I don't know pretty deep in there I've got pretty long fingers so I'm probably like a solid like three or four inches in there you know two knuckler yeah two knuckler maybe a three if you believe in that kind of thing if you believe in the three knuckler and I just well I do I, I fucking I noticed that something was off I felt like this weird rigid bulge in there and I just stopped cold tracks just like there's something inside of you. <laughs> and she turned pale, ghost white, like Casper, and just ran away. As a woman that uses the same thing that she did, I can get it because it's not like other products where it's like, all right, this is uncomfortable. I feel like this is inside of me all the time. It's right, more right. comfortable, but I do not forget that it's there. And... That surprise, like, tore me up. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And she comes back, like, 10 minutes later, 15 minutes later, and she's like... Did it take that long? Yeah. She's like, I'm sorry about that. We can keep going if you want to. And I was like, I think I, I just kind of... I think I'm just going to, like, lay here and, like... I, I, I'd like to cuddle now. And that's how it went. We never actually, like... Never actually, like, screwed that pooch. So to speak. Yeah. That was the end of that one. Which, she came back up later on. Uh, I don't so know. did you guys make up for that? Probably about three months ago, we were talking again. We never actually like, got together. She gave me this like weird passive-aggressive thing, and I'm not about that. Well, she she had gotten a boyfriend not long, and like she and I were pretty decent friends. Like, she let me uh, stay at her house while she was out of town for a while um, when I was in between places, and... Uh, shortly after that, she got a boyfriend that she just broke up with about four, four or five months ago. So, but yeah, blood cup, ladies. It's better for your vagina's health. Don't forget it's in there. Yeah, don't forget it's in there. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's I, like a landmine. I cannot imagine going down on a woman and, and, I mean, I I'm can. Just, I, I just think about, like, what would have happened if I didn't, like, check. and then If I you just... hadn't checked and you'd gone in there, that shit would have probably hurt your penis. 
just would have been like a massacre. And I remember like oh, it, yeah. I mean, depending on how long she had it in there, massacre, and probably would have hurt your dick. I ain't worried about the dick. <laughs> but it would have been very really. Messy. I mean, dick strong, but I mean, dick can get hurt too. But it would have been very messy. Hmm. Um. Other escapades, though, like there's been like wild streams of like overly physical abuse, which like were like, completely consensual. There's been uh, fistings. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go into the fistings. There it is. I'll go into mine after this. This is the... I feel like well, because I who the hell did you fist? No, I didn't fist anybody. But I said, I'll go into my escapades oh. after he goes into this, because I feel like Nick has been oversharing than anyone else here, and I will share. Nick has been in fisticuffs. So, the fisting thing... This is the creme de la creme of the podcast, by the way. If, if you folks, you know, have stuck around for this long, <laughs> this this is this is the this is the fireworks at the end is of this Is this something thing. that you edit, or is it just, like, stream? This is all... Okay. Like, yeah. Then I will give people credit for hanging on this long. Yeah. Alright, yeah, so, I, this is 2016 again, like, early 2016, like, spring of 2016. Before Blood Cup. Yeah, way before Blood Cup, and I've been seeing this chick, and we've been doing, like, the kind of casual FWB, Friends with Benny's kind of situation, and it was cool, um, but I wasn't into it as, like, more than what it was. Like, we hang out, we do some cool shit, like, kind of like a date-esque kind of scenario, and, and then we fuck, and then that's the end of the night. Mm. No cuddling, nothing like that. Um, and it, honestly, it started to like, kind of like wear off, like, all the, like, the, what would be like a typical honeymoon phase Yeah, was like, the veneer was running thin, mm. I, um... The last time I hung out with her, I wasn't really feeling the sex part of the night. Where uh, we went out to the bars, and then we got some food, went to like a hookah joint for like the later end of the night, and um, we rode together, and we're in the car, and like she started to get frisky with me, and so instead of like you know, going the full nine with it. I was just like, I got handsy with her and I started like diddling the poon. And diddling the poon. So like, <laughs> I ended up whipping it into a Harris Teeter parking lot. Shout out to Harris Teeter. Let <laughs> me get some free sushis. And if, it, if no one's familiar, Harris Teeter is the grocery store down here. It's like yeah. this spot. This is the only grocery and, and, store in North Carolina. Until they stop being all 24 hours. And then, well, there's still one. Uh, and parking in a Harris Theater parking lot is like looking at the sunset, I guess, for Nick. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like 3, 4 in the morning and we're whipped over in like the so nether regions of the parking what? lot. I mean, I guess like this, I guess this is the boring part, but like what what Drew you to Harris Theater specifically? Literally, it was just a convenient location. Gotcha, gotcha. It was there. It's on the way. And I, I, I just wanted to go home and go to bed. Um, but, so, yeah, I'm I'm knuckles deep in, in, the, in the pussy with this chick. And she's, like, telling me she wants more and more. 
And I know what this means. She wants me to, like, you know, strap down and fucking give her the good word. Yeah. But I'm not feeling it. Like, I'm really not. So I'm just doing what I'm doing. Mm. And it evolved into a situation where she's, like, straddled over the center console. And I've got my right arm over her hips. Mm. And I've got, like, all the way to, like, the breath, like, your third knuckle. The third knuckle on my fingers. Holy like, crap. And I'm like... And most girls at this point would... Cash probably, out. Yeah. Yeah, they're done. But she's like hollering for more. So like... Hollering. Yeah. Like hollering. Hollering. More. More. And I'm just like... <laughs> I'm like... I don't know how much more I can give you. And I you managed... out. I managed to like get the thumb in. And then there's like base thumb joints. And then I'm at the wrist... And I'm still doing this, like, pulsating fisting motion. And then she's, like, still hooping and hollering. She wants more. I ended up going three-quarters of the way up my forearm. Oh, my God. Feel around in her uterus. And I'm, like, like at this point, at this point, it's no longer just, like, like, just me, like, hand-fucking her. Yeah. You are fisting this bitch. Right. And I'm doing this, like, odd motion with my arm. This like jackhammer kind of thing, <laughs> and like she's the, about it though. All the while, I'm like feeling the, like the inside of her pelvis. I'm like feeling like getting exploration. Sure that this is like definitely like a testing. So you're kind of like, like a Michelangelo or Leonardo da Vinci in that you're kind of like getting the anatomy down. Oh, hardcore down. Yeah, I'm way into it. I mean, like <laughs> not comfortable about it at mm. all. Mm. Like I am glad that she was. Like facing the back of the car because yeah. she saw my look, it was sheer terror. Well, I mean, okay, so and throughout the process of this, I feel like it's important to mention what what was the positioning in terms she of she was knees like facing the back of the car, right? Right. And she was straddling the center console of her car, right? Right. It was her car center console. And she's got one knee on the passenger seat and one knee on the driver's seat. Wow. Right. Right. Okay. I'm facing forward in the driver's seat. So you guys aren't, you guys are not, like, your 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 head is not... Right, no, she her. can't see me, I can't yeah. see her face. I can hear the fuck out of her, because she is, <laughs> oh, 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 and I'm, like, giving it to her, like, all... You're all. All in. Yeah. And... Your whole arm. I, I went into it until I noticed that she, like, was, like, starting to break. Like, yeah. Like, give out. Mm. And that's when I extracted my arm. <laughs> and when I pulled out, I, like, did this, like, together and apart thing with my hand. <laughs> and there was this web of just... Uterine fluid. Perfect terminology. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And I quickly wiped that shit on her floorboard. <laughs> <laughs> With a haste. I was like... (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, so I wiped that off. And she, like, slowly but surely pulls herself back to the passenger seat. And I drive my ass to my home where I I say goodnight and, like, get away from that. Get inside, (laughs) wash my fucking hands. And... Did you take... I hope you took a full-body shower to cleanse yourself of that sin. (laughs) And wouldn't have worked. Yeah, well... And that was the end of that. I don't. I don't ever really want to do that again. Yeah, we don't. Um, so Kyle told me that you had another fisting situation. So 
like I, I kind of think of it now as like a part of my like catalog of services <laughs> so when I'm with women now I like to just kind of test the water and see how they feel about it mm-hmm. I, I know in conversation it doesn't fly so well but I've been successful in like finding some what I call like closet fist enthusiasts mm. I mean it's, it's a thing and, there's a niche yeah and so like I'm not forcing it on a new one but I am like dabbling enough to see if they're interested and if they buy it then I give them what they want mm. so you're a a salesman in a way yeah I'm, I'm pitching an idea and if if the potential investor is interested by all means I'll make the sale we'll, we'll sign the lines and and it's all good, but if they're not into it, find something else. And, you know, so you folks know, I mean, we're strictly joking here. Like, we're not, you know, women are the best, right? Women are, this is all consensual. Um, but what a story. I mean, what a story. What a guy, Nick. I mean, you know, you did your service. You know, you made the girl I hope you made the girl happy and uh, that was that right you guys went your own ways and that was the end of that yeah she wasn't it wasn't super mutual the the separation of that bond bond <laughs> um but it had to happen yeah it was gonna get dark for me if I didn't <laughs> <laughs> um I mean do you have something you want to segue to well, I mean, I kind of wanted to, you know, since this podcast, we actually tend to run over a little over an hour. Um, I kind of wanted to take this time out to, again, thank all the listeners for getting through it. You know, if you guys have gotten this far, thank you so much. Um, what a podcast. Wow, guys. I mean, thank you guys for sharing. Um, Kyle isn't here, mostly but he will Nick. be. Yeah, mostly Nick. Um I'm curious to hear Foy. Yeah. And, and, I mean, I'm an avid, regular, kind of, like, I'm a podcast listener, and in my general experience, when I start listening to someone's stuff from the beginning to the end, mm. it starts really short, and then it gets really fucking long, Yeah. and then they find their niche in being able to create a script, mm. and dial it down. Yeah. So I think, like, starting off shorter, getting longer, and then kind of dialing it down is kind of normal. Yeah, yeah. But I know that Nick invited me to this to talk about myself as well. And now that no one's fucking here. <laughs> Everyone's on a piss break. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, living with Nick and Carly, um, we have conversations about stuff like this because all of us are very differently experienced sexually. Right. Carly being the old, like, I feel like our, the older we are, the less experienced we are. Mm. Um, well, so why are you thinking? Well, well, I mean, I'm just talking about like, not that as a general rule, but like us in our household. Oh, I see. Okay. In our household, Carly is less experienced than me and Nick. Mm. What are you fucking pointing me for? <laughs> well, cause she was married to you for how long? <laughs> We were talking about today. I can't remember why we said we can't be married. That was a topic today. If I, if I mean, if it's not allowed on podcast, I can't remember. It's not that it's not allowed. I just can't. 
Oh, well, Nick out. For the viewers that do not know, mine and Nick's roommate Carly was married to Kyle for a substantial period of time. Yeah. But um Sorry. One day Nick and Carly and I were figuring out our quote unquote fucks per year. Mm. Mm. Nick, what is the oh, fucks per year? Oh, oh, we're getting into me now. I love fucks per year, man. Oh, so good. What right. is the math for the fucks per year? So what you do is you you take the year you started having sex with the age you had sex for the first time, and then you calculate how many new sexes you had or like individuals with new sex. partners. Yeah. So you take that uh, to current date. And then you divide that by how many years it is from where you started, mm-hmm. and that gives you a number. Mm-hmm. And then we just basically advertise that number. Yeah. So we did that, what, a year ago? Yeah. And descending from age, Crawley's is the lowest, yeah, it's like- and then it's you, and then it's me, and I'm the youngest. Right. <laughs> Because I had more fucks per year than you did. You just be out there at the bowling alley all the time. (laughs) Well, no. All right, Kyle's saying something about the bowling alley. And I don't know what the fuck that's in reference to. Look at your hand. You were built for it. Because I'm drinking fucking Miller High Life. (laughs) All right, well, I am a bisexual. (laughs) I'm a bisexual woman, so I have a more. Bigger venue. I I have a larger menu. Have yeah. a ravenous appetite over this. <laughs> <laughs> Do not take her to go on coral. <laughs> but yeah, so apparently my fucks per year is higher than Nick and Carly's, and I'm the youngest out combined. of all of them. Combined. Combined. Okay, yeah, but Carly's isn't that much to talk for. Yeah, but keep going. Either way. <laughs> So we had talked about that because I'm a bisexual person. I have more people yeah. to choose from. Um, I forgot where I was going before that. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Shut I, up, Kyle. <laughs> I'm curious, though. I want to I wanna know what listeners and viewers... Can you remember the name? What their everyone? numbers come up as. Yes. Just kind of like... Run up yeah, I mean, you guys, you know, do the calculations uh, for your own, you know... Yeah, and reiterate what it is. It's the year you started having sex. Yeah, so you take the age or the year of your first sexual encounter and then add every new partner and then divide that by the total number of years. You're really just taking an average. Yeah. So basically, your year of being sexually active to your age now, what that year span is in the amount of partners you've had. And go ahead and comment if you're comfortable enough. Go ahead and comment that in the in the no sexual shame. Video. No shame here. Yeah, I mean we have a pretty accepting um, kind community. of viewership and a community. So go ahead and comment that, and um, it'll be fun. I, th- I think it'll be fun to you know for people to see that and for you to even gauge that number for yourself. You know, um, but I think this is a good time to pretty much wrap the podcast up. I mean, unless we've, Foy wants to share. Unless Foy wants to share. I mean, Boy. what do you want me to share? What, what is your... What is the dumbest one? What is the top of the mountain? The one dumbest? Where, the one where you sat there and you went, what the fuck have I gotten myself into? And followed through on after saying that. Okay. So, 
there was this guy that was working as a bouncer at the bar that I worked at that was younger than me. And we were really good friends. And he had recently broken up with his girlfriend. And we had always had, like, a decent amount of, like, chemistry to begin with. And I had known him for about a year. And we had sex a couple of times. And it got to the point where we were exploring each other's sexuality. And we got to the point where we would schedule sex. And it was most of the time at his place. And he had a garage. And there was a time that I was supposed to be there. You had garage sex? No. (laughs) Garage sale. (laughs) <laughs> so, like, the, the garage was attached to the house, and this, this works into the whole situation. So, I would get there, I would go into the garage, I would completely undress, and I would put on a blindfold, and I would either knock on the door or just walk in the door and stand there. And you're in the garage going into the house? Yes. Okay. So, it's like a garage that's attached to the house. Right. So, you have your privacy. <laughs> No, keep going. By all means, I'm just... <laughs> Go ahead. All right, we're going into BDSM kind of stuff here, okay? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> and I will completely undress in the garage and put a blindfold on, and I would either knock on the door or, like, open the garage door, walk into the house, and just stand there. And it was just one of those things where it was, like, I was 100% completely submissive. There were a lot of things involved that this happened... A couple of times, it was either, um, you know, bondage, suspension, um, wax burning. I, I, I don't know how to. Many look. elements involved. Yeah, very many elements involved, and it was also a um, environment to where, like, I was completely submissive, but I was dominant when being told to be in a submissive standpoint. So, I would. I don't know. It was a very. I like these hand motions you're doing. It's like summoning something. It. I don't. I don't really know how to put it into words. It was a very open relationship. We had a like. We were never together. Um, in like a romantic standpoint, he's a very good friend of mine. Or in public. Yeah, really, or really in public. So like, when you were being submissively dominant. Yes. What did you perform? Okay, so... <laughs> Nick already knows the answer to this. So he's dance. just kind of like helping me get to this this uh, explaining point. Um, I have a harness. Okay. And would peg him. Mm. Peggy. Yeah. Well, Peggy. Peggy Johnson. Yep. Now, did you guys rely on the annual self-lubrication? Or was there like a... There was there was lubricant involved. Hmm. There was. Was it like well, I hope so. industrial <laughs> like Astroglide or? I don't remember the brand. He bought like, like all right. So I had the harness because I have a harness as a bisexual woman. I've used it multiple times on women. Would you say you use it more on women or more on men? It's pretty equal actually. Oh shit! Mm. <laughs> it's pretty equal, um, but because we had a very open relationship on uh, what each other was comfortable with sexually, I told him, I was like, hey, I have a harness, I have the bands or whatever you need to put on the harness, 
get what you feel like is comfortable with, like what you feel like you can handle. I bet this motherfucker brought back your arm. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was, it, it was gradual. It was a gradual thing. It happened a couple of times, and it was kind of a you know training. So bouncers like it in the butt. No. Plot twist. Well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, but no, it was something that we had an open, general conversation about, and he told me, it was like, hey, I am interested in anal, and he's a straight man, which I have performed anal sex on a couple of straight men, and that's something that, like, your G-spot's in there. So no, I, I I get it. I, I I get it. It's in there somewhere. If Floyd's gonna find it, yeah, I mean, if you want me to find it, I'll find it. <laughs> she's gonna find the walnut. Yeah, I get it. And yeah, it's I the way that I approach it is if you want to do that, I want you to get what you feel like you are comfortable with, and if you want to train yourself beforehand with butt plugs or whatever do that because that is helpful do that and then like there's there's no shame in because like I feel like a lot of people approach anal sex no matter what with a male or a female with the fear of shit right so just have a conversation about it beforehand Mm. make sure everything's sanitary right and Mm. if something does happen don't freak out about it. Right. Because, like, sometimes, especially if it's your first time doing it, you don't really know how to prepare for that. Right. And you just need to make sure that you're with a person that you feel comfortable with in the instance that that can potentially happen. Right. So that, you feel like, is your kind of a little more extensive experience with... Uh, not necessarily weird. Yeah, it's not weird. It's not taboo, but it's something that people don't vocalize a lot. Right. Because yeah. I've had like I've I've had uh, I have performed anal sex on a couple of dudes, and I've talked to a couple of dudes about it, and their fear is everybody think that they're gay. Exactly. Yeah. And you like what you like, man. It right. like just because you like it up the butt doesn't mean that you like dudes. Right. It's a completely different situation. Right, because... And if you like it, but you might like dudes. Like, and you can like both. That's another stigma. But that's, that's getting like, into an emotional thing, too, there. You know, you're talking exactly. about an actual, an orientation at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people think, oh, I fingered my own butt as, yeah. as a dude, and I've liked it. <laughs> oh, fuck, am I gay? Well, no, what? I mean, if you're sexually attracted to dudes... You might be bisexual, mm. which there is a huge stigma about you bisexual. You also might be Southern Baptist. Well, yeah, also very true. <laughs> <laughs> also very true. But, I mean, it's it's something that you need to vocalize to people and you don't need to feel shame about. But make sure that you're with someone that you feel like would understand it and approach it. And cares about you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Your well-being, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, I appreciate you for sharing that. Um, and again, I mean, this podcast is made for enlightenment of all. 
right? Like, you know, be comfortable with what you're comfortable That's why we're on here. That's why we have the guests that we have on here to share what they have to share is everyone is themselves, right? If you like, you know, chocolate candy as opposed to sour shit, shit, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You know, don't, you know, take everything in your own liking without caring about... (laughs) what anyone else thinks be you know completely transparent with not only yourself but i feel like it's very important to be transparent with the people around you because that those are you know those are the be you yeah, yeah. market yourself for yeah. who you are and you'll be accepted by those that right you'll attract the really, people you know and if they know. don't accept you for it fuck them fuck them fuck them yeah. fuck them because they've got problems within themselves. If they're not okay to accept that, yeah, they're obviously they have the right to do that. But yeah. then it shouldn't be someone you should be around in the first place. Exactly. Sour pusses. Sour pusses. Well, yeah. I mean, damn, we gave weed. This shit sour as fuck. Nick's on his what? Fourth. Number four. Oh, um, no, it's so sour. He's bound to pee in somebody's mouth. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> Well, we'll save that for We might need yeah. episode two of yeah, this. Yeah. We'll, we'll, a we might, we might we get might a little need, We might need a, a two-part on, on this one. I mean, Empire Strikes Back. We're, uh, we're looking at a minute, in, or excuse me, an hour and 32 minutes. Um, I want to kind of wrap this podcast up. I, again, want to really, really thank first and foremost you guys for coming in here and sharing what you got to share and being transparent with us and uh, with our listeners. Um, I want to thank the listeners for going this far and even just giving it a listen in the first place. Um, I want to end this podcast with some time for our guests to share anything that um, they're working on, that they have in the works and that they're excited about maybe um, within their profession or anything. So... You guys, I mean, if you guys have anything to share. I saw this on uh, on Hot Ones, First We Feast. This camera, this camera, this camera. <laughs> but mostly this camera. But mostly this, this camera. the only one we got. Yep. <laughs> um, what, you want me to go? Hell yeah. Well, I have nothing going on. I, <laughs> I, um, I guess I'll shout out the places I work at. Yeah, good. Um, I am a cook Mondays and Sundays, daytime at Mother Tucker's. Best wings in Greensboro. Um, true. And then, yeah, true. And um, I'm the manager of Golden Spiral Studios. Um, we have eight artists. Anything you want, we have someone that can do it. We are open Sunday. No, we are not open Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come in on Sunday. <laughs> do not come in on Sunday. We'll be closed. We are open uh, Monday to Saturday from 12 to 8. Uh, our uh, website is goldenspiraltattoo.com. Check out the portfolios and uh, send them some submissions from emails. I will be the ones answering them and uh, give us a call. I can send you in the right direction. But don't be dumb about it. But please, God, don't be dumb about it. <laughs> Kyle? Oh, I've always got a lot going on. Uh, I am mixing a record for a band called Shaman's Harvest on Mascot Label Group. Love um, you guys. Yeah, great band. Um... Yeah, that's that. That's my big one. I'm, I'm mixing a record for a band called Other Realm on Napalm Records from Europe. 
Uh, you just did the Chris Jericho thing too. Yeah, it just makes the the latest Fozzy single, which is professional wrestler Chris Jericho's mm. band, um, and I have more of that coming in the coming months. Uh, yeah. And we're facing a big move for you too. Yeah, Nashville. Nashville, is that Tennessee. Coming or is that? Potential. It's, it's coming. Oh, shit. So Nashville, Tennessee, if we have any listeners in Nashville, Tennessee, you, we got Kyle coming in there and yep. fucking seeing up. up. Yeah, keep your keep your eyes up, keep your ears open. Um, he's coming in there. If you guys want anything mixed or mastered or anything like that, if you're working on a new project, make sure to hit Kyle up. What's your inst- or Instagram? Uh, you What's the best way to find me on, on Facebook or Instagram? I'm Kyle with an I instead of a Y, so it's easy to find. Kyle O'Dell. Yeah. Two L's, right? Yep. Two no L's. apostrophe. No apostrophe. There you have it. And Foy, if, do you have anything that um, you'd like to share in terms of social media or any way to reach you, or is it strictly nope. through the specific <laughs> kind of... Uh, no, yeah. I mean, if, uh, if for those of you watching the video stream, any tattoo that you see on me has been done at Golden Spiral, so if you like them, come to us. Um, and my, uh, Facebook and Instagram is Ann Foy Parker, uh, no E on the N and that's about it. And you can find me and Nick on this podcast, the 4,099 podcast on YouTube, on SoundCloud. We got things coming out on Spotify, um, and Apple music, I guess is the thing we're, you Spotify know, is bigger now yeah spotify check us out um and we have a lot of cool things in the works so please stay tuned um thank you guys again thank you for the listeners again and uh shout out to med syndicate for this limited edition yeah love those fuckers yeah bad boy love the man yeah that's about it all right thank you guys so much